Small Charity, Big Heart, a not-for-profit podcast about not-for-profits. Today, Dogs Without Collars Rescue. Okay, my name is Dominique Roussel, and uh, I am the co-founder of Dogs Without Colors Rescue. Dogs Without Colors Rescue is a non-profit organization. We belong to a group of uh, charities called Canada Helps, and we also belong to a spay and neuter initiative. We are under their uh, umbrella. We do give tax receipts. So I have rescued, I would say, about uh, 600 dogs from Asia, mostly Thailand. And we also took dogs from China as well. And I would say just a bit over 200 German Shepherds from Egypt. Dogs Without Colors uh, was founded 20 years ago. I am the co-founder. It was founded by Shirley Austin and me. We were both uh, board members at the Toronto Human Society. I was their uh, vice president and Shirley was the chair of the Animal Welfare Committee. And we decided to open our own rescue. I spent about uh, four months a year in Thailand. I got to meet many people uh, in Bangkok that um, rescue dogs and I saw so many dogs that needed help. So my morning is I go at the market at 6 o'clock in the morning, I cook the food and I go in in a big basket on my bicycle and I go to all the garbage dump in Bangkok and I feed the dog in the morning. Then then you always find dog, you know, who is sick, a dog who, is, who needs an amputation, a dog who was covered in ticks, you know, so the, the afternoon is working to catch those dogs and bring them to the vet. I worked strictly with Thailand for about 10 years. Uh, I worked uh, with a vet in Thailand, so I got all my training uh, from that vet. So my behavior training was from the Toronto Human Society, but my uh, medical training was uh, from working with that vet in Thailand. I treat dogs for for blood parasites, for uh, for infection. I... uh, vaccinate them uh, on the street. I, I treat them for blood parasite, for, uh, for anything. Uh, I also work in, in a big shelter where they have about 8,000 dogs. The, the Thai people are kind people. They, they feed the dogs on the street and somehow they are safe. So the dogs that are rescued in Thailand come from that big shelter, 8,000 dogs, because I know that those dogs will die. Vets in Thailand are a lot cheaper than here in Canada. For example, I can treat a dog with TVT in Thailand for $200. Here in Toronto, that would be about $4,000. I would say that every trip in Thailand costed me about $10,000. And so that means two trips uh, each year. And really, the cost was, was, uh, was quite high. I used to post all my rescue picture on Facebook. And of course, I got to be known 
and many rescue in Egypt starting to email me and ask me if I could rescue their dogs. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go to Egypt and I'm going to meet uh, all those people. So I flew to Egypt uh, twice. I met with all the shelters in Egypt and I decided to work only with, with the three shelters. Why is this? Because those three shelters, uh, in my opinion, knew what they were doing. For example, they vaccinated all their dogs. Uh, they had their own vet, they had uh, quarantine rooms, so really things that I was looking for. And I knew that I could trust these three shelters to send me easy, adoptable dogs that I could rehome uh, here in Toronto. Now, I am a German Shepherd lover. This is the breed that I love most. In Egypt, there is so many German Shepherds because people buy them as uh, guard dogs. And really, if the dog is not aggressive enough, then he's put back uh, on the street or being dumped at a shelter. So my main focus in Egypt really became to rescue those German Shepherds. First of all, I, I do not approve dogs unless I have approved their behavior and also their uh, medical. So the first thing I do is to assess dog for its behavior. Usually I go in, in Egypt uh, once a year and I choose my own dogs. But for the last two years, I did not go to Egypt because of COVID. So I can really trust the people I work with. So, first of all, I ask them to assess uh, their behavior. I need picture of the dogs. I need uh, video of the dogs playing with other dogs. Uh, I need video of the dog with kids. And I need a detailed bio. Once I have uh, assessed that dog, and I say, you know, it's a good dog. I know I can bring that dog uh, uh, in Toronto. And I also know that it's a dog that I can rehome uh, easily if it does not work with the first uh, adopters. So once I have approved a dog uh, for his behavior, then I find a home. So I put the dog on, on Facebook, but mostly on uh, petfinder.com. Once I have a home, then I meet with the potential uh, adopters. I do a home visit and I try to, to match the dog with the proper adopters. Once I have that home, then I, I will tell the shelter in Egypt, I have a good adopter for your dog, please start the vetting. I do not accept the dog unless I have seen the proper vetting being done. Now, for that vetting, I follow the intake protocol of the Toronto Human Society, which means doing a CBC, complete blood count. I do also the 4DX NAP test that tells me if the dog has heartworm, Lyme disease, anaplasma, and blood parasite. We do the parasitology to know which parasite does the dog has because the treatment will vary according to the blood parasite. We uh, spay and neuter the dog. We 
deworm the dog twice, once in Egypt and once as soon as they arrive here in Canada. We do the Lichmania test and we do the TVT test, transmissive venereal tumor. So once I have seen the vetting done, then I will send that vetting to the adopters and I will say this is the vetting for the dog that you will adopt and I will explain to the adopter exactly what are the issues of the dog. Mostly blood parasite is, is the main issue. Once we have approved uh, that vetting, then the dog uh, can come. Usually it, it takes about two weeks for the dog to arrive. Um, the adopters takes the dogs for a foster to adopt period, meaning that usually the dogs is on treatment for blood parasites. So the adopter cannot adopt that dogs until the treatment has been done. It's a dog that uh, we have not met before, so I think it's important to have that foster period just to make sure that it is the right dog for that family, that everybody is happy, the dog, the, the other dog in a family, if there is one, and also if there's some kids. So before adoption, I really want to make sure that it is the right home. The adopters does not sign any contract or pay any adoption fee until the end of that foster period. And if it does not work, I know that it is a dog that I can rehome quite easily. Sometimes I will ask that family to foster the dog until I find a new home, or if it's not possible, then I will take the dog back in my home and train him if he needs some training and then rehome him or her. Yes, I think that adopters must realize that these dogs are our rescue. They are not perfect dogs. Uh, they come with some medical issues or they come with some behavior issues. So really, I need my adopters to be patient, to be understanding, and to give the dogs the time they need to become a pet again. They have no muscle tone and, and uh, they are extremely skinny. So it really takes about one to two months to really have that dog settle down and be happy. So adopters have to be patient and willing to work with that rescue dog. So I have rescued, I would say, about uh, 600 dogs from Asia, mostly Thailand, and we also took dogs from China as well. I would say just a bit over 200 German Shepherds uh, from Egypt, and we also rehomed dogs from within Canada. Like if someone calls me and wants to rehome their dogs, then I will also rehome dogs from the city of Toronto. I have taken dogs from the Georgina Animal Control as well, and I've taken German Shepherds from other rescues to help them as well. I do like to rescue older dogs. You know, I find that everybody wants a puppy, but I find that all dogs love everybody because I think they are the one that needs loving home most. So I've taken dogs in, in a terrible shape, 
really like mange uh, dogs with uh, three legs, dogs that had been abused, and uh, their transformation has been amazing. Dogs Without Colors Rescue is a non-profit organization. We do give tax receipts. Usually we get our food from pet shops, dry food, wet food, so we get a donation maybe every three months, but we, we accept anything. Colors, winter coats, leashes, uh, meds as well. It's, it's a big need because, because when, when I go in Egypt or, or when I go in Thailand, I like to bring medication. Ticks and flea control, for example, is very important. So we always need donation. To learn more about Dogs Without Collars Rescue, you can like and follow them on Facebook. Look for Dogs Without Collars Rescue. You can also visit CanadaHelps.org and search Spay Neuter Initiatives Association. Small Charity, Big Heart is produced by Elm Podcasting. Visit elmpodcasting.com 